Welcome to the Bennett Brothers Podcast for the Star Wars television series Ahsoka, episode one and two. I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us as we explore the Star Wars universe again in the live action world, because I know we didn't really touch any of the animated, but we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about the latest episodes of Ahsoka. They dropped part one and two, so we watched both of those, and that's why you're getting a double. Wait, there was two episodes? Uh-oh. Pause. <laughs> well, I was just going to say this. Is the first. Pause. We actually have to do one and two. Like, usually we do. We're doing two episodes because we didn't have time to do a podcast in between. <laughs> this time it's like, they released both of them, so we might as well do two of them. We're going to spoil it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to give our thoughts and opinions. Lots of things to talk about, I think. So hopefully you enjoy the podcast. Go to all the places where you can reach out to us if you want to. You know them. We know them. We're you still on them. Patreon. Oh, we're still there, too. Patreon. We're everywhere. Bennett Brothers Podcast, Patreon there. One X. Become a sub- supporter and help make all this magic happen for $1. $1. All right, let's get into it. I, I, let's, I, let's just dive in because I think this is a... What did you think of the show? Uh, first of all, Ray Stevenson, like, past, like, being reminded by seeing him again, sucks. He was, I, I, I don't think there's a single thing I've seen him in that I'm like, uh. I still haven't watched Rome. Good. I know it's two seasons. It hurt, yeah, doesn't you know what end. I haven't watched? Apparently, I just found out he's in RRR. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Oh, God, I gotta watch that. I still haven't watched that. Have you watched it? No, no. That's a, that's a, that's a have a couple cocktails, watch with guys night, isn't it? Maybe. But I mean, he's, I mean, he, like. What are you gonna say? What's, what's his best thing? Is it Volstag? Is it the Punisher? Is it Firefly? Firefly's pretty good. Because this, this... Or is it, is it Vikings? It wasn't his best thing. I liked him in Vikings. Where was he in Vikings? Both are, he was like the the guy who came into town. I believe he was like the the Matt. He wasn't real. Must have been early. Into yeah, it was early. It was. Yeah. Uh, but being uh, it was star- so it, it was so early. It was season six. But <laughs> I think he was hanging out with Edge. <laughs> but think about that. He was. Uh, basically, if you don't know, Ray Stevenson plays the character of Balin Skull, who is the quote-unquote villain, maybe, in this, although probably not. He, he was, was also in The Clone Wars as Gar Saxon in the animated. Well, I mean, the fact yeah, that he's in live-action Star Wars, he's in the Marvel Universe, he's in the G.I. Joe Universe? I mean, he's in the Marvel, he's in the old Marvel Universe. I thought he was, I thought he was actually Black great as... Sales? I never watched that show. I heard, that was great. I heard Black Sales was Okay, good. so so we said we're going to get right into it, He was though. in the Divergent We're not getting series? right into it, apparently, people. He was in. Oh, he was in Dexter. That's right. I thought we were going to get right into it. We are. No, I just want to talk about. I wanted to talk about Ray Stevenson. I, I mean, I think. I think it, it sucks. It sucks. Jerry, he's fifty six when he passed. Come on, that, oh, no. that blows. And he, he he was at the Star Wars celebration. So well, fifty eight. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that does make it better, Joel. No, I mean, I just wanted to get it correct. <laughs> I'm a factual person, Jerry. I like to get my facts correct. Well, going into this show, you obviously it's it's a continuation of the Mandalorian Boba Fett storyline that's been going on, but it's also obviously a major continuation of the rebels animated series which went for four seasons on cartoon network and is now on disney plus which was itself kind of a spin-off of the clone wars show which went for like six seasons on cartoon network and then eventually several seasons at least one more season on disney plus and now in the bad batch and all that universe tied into it so it's a cartoon Dave thing universe, yes the felony verse felony baloney 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 verse and so, so the, the, do you need to know rebels to go in no you don't i watched because i watched it with people who didn't watch all of that and thoroughly enjoyed it and they actually got something better out of it than i didn't which i'll talk about there was a point where i was like yeah that's not a big deal but the person 
watching with it was like, oh my gosh. So that's interesting. Yeah. I hear that. I, th- I think this is this is a, a interesting conversation about Star Wars Rebels because th- this is a personal opinion. Star Wars Rebels was okay. I don't remember it that well. I remember the ending, like because it was giant wolves and time travel, and and Ahsoka gets there, and but I don't like remember the early seasons. I couldn't tell you an episode. Season two, they aired the the premiere episode was aired on ABC and premiere time because. Uh, James Earl Jones was back doing Darth Vader's voice for the first time, and eventually season two ends after she gets up. They hook meet up with Darth Maul, and he almost is like he's trying to like be a mentor for Ezra, which is insane. And then she shows back up, and then at the very end, that's when they have that big battle with Vader, which is incredible. Maul yeah, shows that, up, yes. gets out, and then it looks like she gets killed, but she actually sees Anakin. It was all it was awesome. I mean, yeah, it's, there are uh, Kanan. I remember Kanan's character and how. And all that, but like it's it's down my list of things I like about Star Wars. Rebels is not near the top. It's it's below Clone Wars. It's below a lot of things. So like to like dive back into this universe is so interesting because I'm like, I know these characters because I've watched every episode of Rebels. But you flushed them all from your head. I did. I I did. I I flushed like like, remember when we were watching uh what was it uh uh was it Obi Wan where Seb shows up? It was. It was Mandalorian where Mandalorian, he showed up. Where Seb, Seb shows up. Like, hey, there's Seb. I remember Zeb. him. Zeb. Yeah. I, remember I don't him know being... who Seb is. <laughs> Clearly, you showed that. I, it's, my S's and my Z's get a little uh, slurry. This is Zeb. Zeb. Uh, actually, it's because one of my friend's kids' name is Sebby. We call him Seb sometimes. So, No, we don't. We never call him Seb. We call him Sebby. I'm just digging myself in a big oh old hole God. here. So we talk, So going back to Rebels is, is interesting, yet... I don't think you need to watch Rebels in order to enjoy the show. No, really it helps don't. like anything else. That's a big statement for you because you're a person who like, you can't watch this and you'll never get all the, you and on a lot of yeah, subjects, sure. you're like, you, if you didn't see all 72 episodes, you're missing that one. Then when this moment happens, Jerry, of what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to tell them? I'm always like, it doesn't matter. And here you are. But it's also, based, you, it's also I, I, awesome. I'm basing it on uh, television shows are interesting in general because yeah. we watch a lot of television. Yeah. Yet when a show gets done, you can recall maybe three or four episodes if it's if if it's an okay show. If it's a great show, you can recall a lot more episodes. But for something like that, like you can only recall so many episodes of Rebels. You can recall the big season finales and or maybe the entry. But like, there's so many episodes. There were so many episodes that you were like, you'd probably be like, yeah, I, I don't remember that at all because it just they were okay. They were just okay at best. So it's interesting. I think television shows in general are interesting like that. If we even look at the Mandalorian series. Like, we've watched a lot of those episodes. Can you recall a lot of those episodes? I probably could because we do podcasts on them. But I say I would think most people are like, hey, remember that episode or that? And like, yeah, no, I've watched them all and I don't remember that episode. So that's TV. TV shows are interesting like that versus a movie where you can watch a movie and you're like, I remember that movie. I don't know. Any, any thoughts on that? I'm just, just waiting to get into the episode. <laughs> I know. I, I think it's, I, but I think this is important to talk about it the is, show because but... Rebels is such a, I think it's a very integral part because you're, I, you have to introduce a bunch of new characters unless you've already seen Rebels and you know all these characters. Kind no. of. Yeah. No. It, it, in a short way, did you enjoy these first two episodes? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed them. Enjoyed them. I Excellent. did. I think I think I, I, it's not like Andor. It wasn't like or Andor. I'm like, this is Oh, then don't compare it to that. Compare it to uh, Mandalorian and Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's not Kenobi. as good as Mandalorian. not as good as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Interesting. So it's 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 the lowest one. No, it's, Boba Fett is the lowest one. Boba Fett is the Mandalorian. Because he was, appears in one episode. He appears in uh, but, but, three uh, episodes. Mandalorian appears in one episode. Oh, does he appear? He appears in a couple more. 
Man. I don't know. Boba Fett was on the bottom for me. Okay. Yeah. That was the last time Actually, we saw I mean, Ahsoka. But even, even below that, it would be Visions because that's, that's that terrible. <laughs> okay. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. It's uh, there. It, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And then I'm able to come back and go, but but what is fundamentally what's not taking it to that point? And I'll bring it up now because I'll forget about it later. And I wonder if it's just by the very nature of these kind of characters. When your lead, lead as in finger quotations, lead is a Jedi. And a Jedi, for the most part, is supposed to be devoid of emotions or at least outward. It's all about, you know, the stoic thinking and everything, which in your head... And in my in my head, it seems like yes, I love that. That's the cool. That's the samurai walking into town. Which there were scenes when she looked like she was a samurai. It was just mm-hmm. the shot and everything. Wonderful, wonderful. But when your character is like that, and then your quote unquote secondary character, uh, Sabine, who's supposedly going down that route of wanting to be a Jedi, when you start dealing more and more with characters who aren't supposed to be as emotional, I wonder if that tends to then slow the story or keep it a little it's lower interest. that's interesting and you compare that to the prequels the prequels were the first time we had characters who were supposed to be without emotion as main characters and you know and arguably you can say like luke skywalker by the time he gets to jedi he's kind of like he's kind of like oh he's getting he's he's all confident he's, he's, he's confident yeah it, and you know until the moments when he lets him you know be that way and you kind of like oh is that is that less exciting i don't know and i guess if you think about you know qui-gon and Obi-Wan, or even the council at a certain point, you're like, get get excited, guys. Show a little more emotion, maybe. Or not. I don't know. And that's that's my dilemma with watching this is is that a, a real issue built into the time period? And do you do you deal with that by surrounding that character with a more relatable characters who can have outbursts, could have more excitement, who can acknowledge something versus the stoic Jedi going, Oh, yes, There's, you know, you know. Playing with his beard and goes, Obi Wan. No, yeah, I, look at Obi-Wan look at the emotion in the eyes. Time. They're just in the eyes. Yes. They don't actually ex- expound. He's me. Emotion. You know. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. No. It's interesting. I mean, and and our secondary character, I guess Sabine, her emotion comes off as teen angsty, even mm-hmm. though she's like a th- she's supposed to be like 30, 30 years old. Like, well, I don't know what space time. No, is. But, what, pla- what planet is that? Is that what? How many hours is that planet versus the next it, uh, one? Are we dealing Yavin, with gravitation? Are it, they also aging a- differently? I'm it's just after Battle of Yavin. We're talking EDY. human ears. Okay. But, but it's human ears. I mean, the actress is 29. <laughs> I, the, that's okay. um, I don't care. But I'm just saying, like, I, I, I looked up because I want to know. Like, I'm like, how old is Sabine supposed to be here? Because I feel like she's really angsty. And I'm like, 30? She's supposed to be 30? She's a, she's supposed to be a full-grown adult and she's acting this way? And how I guess, old is Luke Skywalker? Uh, that's I don't know. Because I don't, I he's 18 at the beginning of A New Hope. And Rebels, she's that's taking place few years yeah, earlier in rebels so she, whoever she starts, old... at, she starts at 16 in rebels and she ends at 20 in rebels exactly and that's that's right beforehand and so no, this... no rebels is not right before this this takes nine to 12 years later when you so say she, this she, uh ahsoka i'm not talking about ahsoka i'm talking about the difference between star wars and new hope and rebels i'm talking about that oh, well, i'm not talking about sabine from rebels i'm, I'm about comparing sabine in show. i know and i'm okay. well i'm you're bringing up her age and so i'm telling yeah. you in star wars a new hope Luke Skywalker is 18 years old. Princess Leia is 18 years old. And the Rebels show is just ended a, a year before that happens, roughly, okay. give or take. Because that's when they're building the yeah. Death Star. All that's happening. That's when the Rebels takes place. I don't even know if the show ends right there. So wherever she's at at the end of Rebels, she's 20. 
And now we're in Ahsoka. And again, Luke Skywalker goes from 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, plus another five years. So he's about 29. She's basically a couple years older than him, if not more. In, compared to what? She. Oh, in, in, in this timeline that we're going through right Sabine now. Sabine is, the character is is a few years older than the Skywalkers. Okay. So that tells you when you can't believe she's 30, it's like, well. No, no, no. I, I, when I say 30, I can't believe she's 30. I'm saying I can't believe the way she acts as 30. I don't see Princess Leia. I don't see Luke Skywalker. I don't see anyone else in this thing acting like she does. She seems very angsty. I'm just going to do my own thing. I want to. You're giving more back. emotion than any of it in the show, so well, I don't that's see true. that. You're projecting. Well, well she how may else am I going to do it if I can't project the emotion? Saying, Otherwise, you're, saying, as you said, not... they don't give you any emotion. Exactly. So so I, I gotta, that's why I'm not. Saying, I, gotta, I, don't, like, I don't see the angst. But she grabs. Okay, for instance, I'll, I'll base it on her actions. Right. Thank she you. takes the map. She just leaves with the map. I'm going to take this. Okay, why yeah. are you being a child? I don't understand. But she's why you're pissed being a at child. her being a child. That, that's petulant or a friend, whatever, whatever. Again, okay, so that's one thing. But I'm just saying that okay. no, no. This goes back into the. This goes back into your emotion thing, like where yes, we're not getting the emotion of Ahsoka because the emotion of Ahsoka was dealing with not being a Jedi and dealing with her master turning into Darth Vader. Those are her big emotional moments, right? That's what she has to wrestle with is the fact that she couldn't save Anakin from becoming this monster. And the fact that she never became a Jedi. And so when you're dealing with those two bits of emotion, every other bit of emotion, like getting angry at her from taking the thing comes off as like, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, okay. So and, and, I, yeah. and they're also surrounded by like the character of Hera, who is the Twi'lek with the green skin and all that. Fantastic. Love seeing her. In the but show. she's just kind of like there stare, you know, like the most emotional character on the show is Chopper. Which I was like, I'm really starting to understand Chopper because they're really making it blatant. Like Chopper's going, Chopper used to go, burr, 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 burr. and now Chopper's like saying, you know, I don't really want you to do that. I was like, I understood what he said. That's really just something. Like, what are you talking about? I'm definitely not. It's like that's so. It's like it's like Groot is all I'm hearing. <laughs> Once we understand it, we can understand Apparently. it. Apparently, <laughs> all right. Then. Were you happy to see Chopper though? Oh yeah. Was weirdly happy. Apparently, when they showed this at a movie screening. The, the crowd went nuts when Chopper came on. <laughs> like, Chopper? Out of a, like, but yeah, we kind of like Chopper. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a quirky droid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's hard to... It, but going... This was this was really good stuff. And I like this show. Um, but yeah, it's... it's Can we get a little deeper into it? Like, like there needs to be a, something... There needs to be something more gripping things. Like the Jedi stuff with Ray Stevenson, that's gripping. I find that stuff fascinating. Who's the guy behind the mask? Like what's going on in there? Oh, that's we're going to but we're going to get into like, that because like, there's, like, there's several good. theories. Do you I, have I, any theories or have you heard any of the theories? I heard one theory. Okay, because I heard a second one on top of the first one. I'm like, oh now it could totally be you that. You know what? You know what? I don't want it to be any of the theories. I want it to just be some badass in a helmet. Like what they do with Boba Fett, what they do with Snake, I just keep it a badass in a helmet. I know he lost, but like Give it a bad ass. Come on. Like, that would be cool. Like, what is this character? No, we don't have to. Star Wars is, used to be huge on that. Who's that character? That's just a cool character that's in this movie. That's, that's all you're going to get. Who's that? That's General Veers. Like, we don't have to go into detail about well, that's Veers. What, that's, who, that's who the Mandalorian is. Mando. He's somebody we no, don't know. No, but we're getting details about. We, we get the whole backstory of Mandalorian. We got well, the whole course. backstory of Boba Fett. That's the show. I just, just give me a character. I don't have like, and I know this. You did, is, and you had forty years well, of not knowing who Boba I'm, Fett I'm, is. I'm, I'm, you had forty I'm gonna, years. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, forty uh, years. I'm gonna like go back, go against myself here because we want to keep. Oh, those by the characters. way, in the future, we promise we're gonna eventually talk about the sure. episodes. We want to keep uh, Star Wars characters mysterious until it's like, um, who is the 
the mirror plated uh general in the the sequel trilogy phasma yeah captain phasma then we don't find anything about captain phasma and it's and just now character. you're all and i'm upset. like i want to know more about captain phasma this sucks and they didn't give us more so maybe, the way, the audio, maybe the, the i'm book, wrong the book was actually really good about her origin <laughs> well maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe like we need to find she out came through a time travel from a hole in a world that had dragons oh yeah get out of here <laughs> <laughs> brianna tarth i guess yes. okay but yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe maybe I do want to know who's under the helmet, and I want to do that. But maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what they go. That with character's it. name is Merrick, by the way. Just where we'll be referencing Merrick. Merrick is a character that they're developing on this show, where we see it, but you're not supposed to really pay attention. Is that a droid? There's another one. We're focusing on our main two characters in that area: the Balin Skull, played by Ray Stevenson, and Shin Hati, played by Ivana Sakahone. I get it. That's not even probably right. Sakono. <laughs> Ivana. Uh, her last name was Tinkles. I'm sorry. Her name is Ivana Tinkles. <laughs> I found Amanda Hogan Kiss. <laughs> That's Amanda. I found Amanda Hogan Kiss. That's her full name. Terrible. Uh, and so we're getting this this other person there that kind of just is not even in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's someone. And then there's someone again. And we're seeing this person subtly. At the same time, we're also getting the character of Morgan. Mm-hmm. Who's and, a night witch. Uh, the Witches of Dothamir, yes, which I did not get that impression at all when she showed up in The Mandalorian season two. I thought she was just some sort of imperial. Oh, yeah, I thought she was an imperial, that. uh, you know, commander, forgettable, forgettable character in, in Mandalorian that I would have. Well, I just didn't thought. know she was going to have this, and I wondered if that was always the plan or if they modified it. She's like, Oh, you know, we can take that character and do this. I don't know. Well, you know, maybe they'll announce that at some point, or this was always the plan, but anyways, this the character of Merrick. We're slowly kind of just sinking into scenes. We like we see them in the weird hologram effect that when they when they call up the hair. Which, by the way, you notice those holograms in Star Wars universe. Those looked so much better than they previously did. It's like a different technology, which I've read, or maybe you saw the same thing I did, mm-hmm. where it's reminiscent of Snoke, Snoke in. Uh, Force Awakens, where it's like you didn't even realize it was a hologram at first because they've advanced there the technology dust and things like that yes. to help the hologram look. Yeah. All right. So the first episode, Master and Apprentice, opens up with a New Republic vessel going, which we find out is actually transform uh, transporting Morgan Elsbeth to her trial, uh, which tells us right there, and people will question this, and this is relevant: is this is taking place during the Mandalorian? After season two, somewhere I've, I've heard officially, it's supposed to be taking place parallel to season three. The last time we saw Ahsoka was in Boba Fett, which is basically the Mandalorian season two point five, mm-hmm. and she she goes off. So that's when this is taking place. And I've heard speculation; people like wrongly have said, "Oh, this takes place way whenever it's earlier because of the end scene that we get at the end of episode two. And um, we'll we get to the end episode. We'll talk about how that ties in with these people, Jerry, online. Uh, in my head. Yeah, on your podcast. This is my podcast. I'm like, boy, they're going to get it when I get the podcast. (laughs) So we know when this is happening. And this is when we get introduced to our two dark Jedi, which I thought was a great sequence. It was very traditional. They come in, do their thing. You know, it's a trap. You know, the the whole sequence. Uh, And and it was awesome. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we go to where? We go to Ahsoka. <laughs> yes, and we have her whole sequence. No, no. Do we go to Ahsoka first, or do we go to the the memorial? The I can't remember. Memorial. We go to Ahsoka. We go to the memorial with with our with our friend Clancy Brown. Yes, playing his character mm-hmm. from the animated show that you don't remember. 
No, I don't remember the character. Yeah, he's and he looks just like him. Yeah, well, and, and apparently that kid was a character in the show too. Different I mean, actor he, though, but yes, okay. I kind of remember that episode where Ezra goes. To no, as like soon as the... I saw Clancy Brown, who Clancy Brown, you were like, uh, "That's the guy from uh, Mandalorian, no, the alien no, no. on the prison break ship with Bill Burr." No, I said basically that's the character who I think he was a governor or a captain. Governor Ryder, yeah, Z- Azidi, Azidi, which Azadi, and I I feel like that was a nice. Here, okay, here's something so. Uh, we, we obviously from here we go to Ahsoka going to the temple of the witches of Darth Mirror, which I didn't even realize it was them until after. I'm like, oh, I guess it is. And she comes up. Here, here's another thing with with pacing on the show, which I think you know we talk about how sometimes when they do Marvel and Star Wars shows, they're like, my God, that was so short, and we want longer episodes. And these two episodes were almost the length, if not the length, of together like a full movie. Sure. And yet, and yet. There were points where I was like, you could speed this up a little bit. For example, one example, she goes down to the temple and she's really quiet because she's not talking to anybody. So I get it. And she can't say sarcastic stuff because she's a Jedi and you're watching it. And you're looking and you're absorbing it all at the beginning. And she gets down to that temple floor, you know, right where she's looking for the fifth element. And 100% the fifth <laughs> element. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, that's the rocks from the fifth element. Especially when the, the thing showed up. It yeah, like, right. It's like that earth, wind. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so they, she has to like, there's three. Mm-hmm. temple she's got to move and you know she does the first one you know a little to the left a little on. to the right let's talk about how she first gets into the temple though where she cool. throws her lightsabers down and does the circle oh yeah that's that incredible awesome. incredible but then she does it and she modifies it and you go like, oh she's figuring it out and then she goes to the second one and at the second one i go oh there's three. Oh, can you know that's like that's like i get it and you want it in your head you go you don't want it, and I'm again. I'll throw it right against you. You don't want it to be too simple because otherwise you're going to be like, "Hey, somebody give somebody give uh, Sabine the, uh, the 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 Rubik's cube the Rubik's over there." Cube. She was click, 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 yeah, she done. just had to turn it a couple times. What I wanted, if you turn it too many times, it explodes. Right? That's what you want. Like, there, okay, then but I at can't the, do but it. at the same time, here I am complaining because at the in the beginning of the show, I'm like, oh, she's going to move the third one. And I don't know why that was, it, but I I was aware of it. I was aware I was of it. Thinking about the Rubik's cube, like like <laughs> all you had to. All you had to do is twist it. Like you just had to twist it a couple of times. Like why didn't you try that? I'm just gonna try the 17 combinations I can do with this Rubik's cube, right? So, so when she gets this, anyways. when she gets this yeah. map, which again I've heard and people speculate that it's, uh, it looks like it's from the same one from that Jedi Order video game. Fallen Order, yeah. Fallen, fallen Jedi. Fallen, fallen Jedi. Yeah, Fallen Jedi. That's the name of it? The Fallen no, Jedi? No. Okay, fantastic. But it looks like that, which is hinting towards... Well, I like the idea that when he did the, when, when they did the map finally, they finally saw where Luke Skywalker was located. Yes, oh, wait, that, that was a different time they had to find the map piece to so find out where someone was located. Yeah, that's, this was a cliche of... Let's get the map and follow the chase. Because you, you got to figure. You it, know what that means? It means like we need to get the Thrawn. We're not going to get the Thrawn until so episode built five the ma- or six. Like, like, like this is this is uh, this. Debbie said the same thing. She's like, who who built the map? Well, it's, it, it, this goes back. And why to, store the map there? Yeah, right. Why did you have to do this? Who set these traps up? And like, you got to do this. And now, I, like, hey, I got to take a look at that. Oh, I got to go through this whole process to pull it out. Like, <laughs> this goes back to, hey, let me get this dagger. And I have well, to line this they, dagger that's up. When they, that's when they point. decided for Morgan to be a witch of Dothamir. Because then she was doing it. So you can always yeah, then can write the that, dialogue yeah. saying, well, that's our order. And we but know that that's the there. Map? I hope they end. Like, well, it's, that's those. It's supposedly that alien. Galaxy. No, it's that, that alien race. That is over the riches of Dothmir, who we see giant statues of it in the fallen <laughs> fallen Jedi game. That alien race, which is probably going to be the big bad that Thrawn okay. is going to be fighting. I'm I'm, go- I'm good with this. I'm, uh, this may- all makes sense to me now. That, that yeah. the idea that they got whisked off to another galaxy, and the fact that 
the 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 whale space whales carry them there and this is what they do and so these older these older the older people the older generation of the witches of dathomir created these maps because like oh this is this leads to this galaxy like a star trek when was the last time we saw those whales did we recently see them yeah, we saw them in Mandalorian, um, Mandalorian Three. Yeah, we saw them when they were uh, Grogu saw them in the yeah traveling. So this is the scene where she goes up against at least four droids. Assassin droids, yeah. Which is also confusing because you see those droids and they're droids, but they're humans. So when we see the character of Merrick later, it's like it's like is that another droid? You know, I I myself I was like oh oh, oh that's a guy that's and then you see the the circular lightsaber and you're like oh he's Inquisitor because that's what they all have. Mm-hmm. So, yes, is, by the way, the, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I was going to say, is this the first time we've seen the Inquisitor Blades, but we saw them in Obi-Wan Kenobi, obviously, in live action. Mm. So she gets the map, massive explosion, which was like, holy cow, these droids. Yeah, yeah that was no joke of an explosion. So much so that I went, they probably should have used this in some of the other, like, battles that they were using. These are huge nuclear bombs going off. <laughs> like, because they never touch on nuclear bombs in the show. Like, that's fine. I don't want them to. But, like, the idea that, like, these things can explode like that. I would build an army of those and just, what am I going to do? I'm sending them through space. I'm going to hit this ship and just destroy this ship. Well, that's, that's, that's like that, the that, bombing of Mandalore and how that devastation mm, is nuclear sure. bombing too. So in a I way. Mean, this goes back to the the whole, the holder maneuver. Yeah. Like, wait, you had this technology the whole time and you didn't use it? <laughs> from here, after that, she, she meets up with our favorite droid from the series. Do you remember this I droid? I do not until I, until I, I read it online and I was like, Oh, okay. That was from Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah, his name is Huwait. Is that... uh, his name is David Tennant. No, no, yes, obviously David Tennant. Huang. Huang, Huang, and he is a droid who's been around for thousand years or hundred year, hundreds of years, and he helps with picking out lightsabers. And he's a character that introduced in like the, the second or the third season of Rebels and becomes part of the crew. And so it was kind of cool. Wasn't he introduced in Clone Wars? Rebels. I thought he was interested in Clone Wars. Doesn't matter. He's, he's, he's well. I mean, that just Clone Wars takes place much further back. Even then. if he was, he was not a character on that show, other than he was in Rebels. Joel's sure, going to sure. go do the math. No, I just want to. I just want to take a look. Keep going. And from here we go. Nice connection, and then they go to Lethal. Here's my problem with Lethal: is it was always boring on the cartoon show. It was like, <laughs> what do we have? We have a city in the distance. We have giant roads, highway systems that go to nowhere they go to a tower out they there go to a tower I'm, it's, it's an access road I'm, I'm okay with that it goes out it's to a, a communication m- tower apparently the same communication tower they used in rebels yeah no absolutely no so like i'm okay with the, everything the here was exactly like the rebels show that 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 towers where ezra was from there's that long road which by the way again do you need roads when you are everything's a hover vehicle joel what happens if they get out of that road and they just go over like 10 feet into the desert part is it just dustier <laughs> That's a great point. I have no idea why. Maybe maybe that's the road is carrying conduit and power cables. I whatever. Road made of Anyways, I, I always when I remember seeing Lothal, I was always like, Oh, just get off this planet. And honestly, it looks like we're gonna be off this planet. I think this was all the, the first two episodes were just they, they, a setup uh, for this. Way, so we can leave Lothal after this. And I think we do yeah, after sure, this. Yeah. Sure. Um he the first appearance was in Star Wars the Clone Wars, the animated series, and he appeared in th- three episodes of Star Wars the Clone Wars. Okay. But he was a character in Rebels. No, he actually was a character in that, too. So he joined the Clone Wars main characters as a team. The way I'm talking about in Rebels, when he actually became a, a member. member of the team. A team yes. member, yeah. Yes, that's Not what a I'm... character. He was a character in the Clone Wars, but he's a team member in Rebels. Yes, yes. that's what I said. 
No, he's a character. No. He was a character. Yes, no, he was. I thought you were talking about he's maybe he's like in the background and all that. Like, no. no, he was actually referenced and talked about. I have he no was... memory of him in Clone Wars because again, it's so, it's blur- so yeah. blurry. Well, that's just that was a lot of episodes with that show. Uh so we're on Lethal. We get a get our connections there, and we find out that Sabine, like you said, she's a rebel because she doesn't want to be there. She's rebelling against that, and that's fine. It's just to give us an opportunity to show these people there, to show her there. She's got her Lethal cat little cat up there and she's got her 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 place she's staying at Ezra's place which by the way there's a ton of little easter eggs in there obviously yeah. you can see her armor you can see all that there there's even a helmet of a speeder bike pilot's helmet that's been painted because her character loves to paint stuff all the time and that helmet is actually from it's Ezra's helmet from a couple episodes where she had painted it in there so that was a nice little like oh there's his helmet and then uh also you know we never get to see in this we never see their sh- the the ship the ghost ship. No, we, we see, see the, the shuttle. That, yeah, in the it, which is called Phantom. the Phantom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do we at this point have we seen the, the the mural on the wall? No, I haven't seen that yet. Okay, but we but has she used that? She used the disc to. Do we actually get to see Ezra in live action now? Has she used the disc yet? I think she's hit the. No, disc she uses where, it here. Yeah, yeah, where we get to see the hologram of Ezra, who's actually in live action. So the cast and actor, we're gonna see him at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He <laughs> was, like he was in he was dead. in the um, Aladdin live action remake, I believe. Ezra, crazy! I don't know how they crossed over like this, but yes. all right. <laughs> the little disc she yes. plays from—that's actually we see that in uh, Revenge of the Sith. That's when you know mm-hmm. execute Order sixty six. Yeah, same so it was just—it's was, cool. just cool that this character is also gonna be live action. So we've now seen. Between the, these first two episodes, we've seen and and Zeb, we've seen all the characters yes. except for Kanan, but he's dead. So, yes. but I think that I think he's going to make an appearance as a Force ghost. Well, uh, maybe what is what his name? Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., who played Kanan, mm-hmm. he said. I mean, they always say whatever, but he, he they had asked about this like a year or so. He goes like, "No, I, I'm done." Doesn't mean they can't recast him. They recast the actress who plays why would Ahsoka. You, I, yes, you could, but it's like, why wouldn't you utilize him if you wanted to? I agree, yes. but the actress who plays Ahsoka looks like Ahsoka when she's in a cosplay, so like you could have had the same voice and everything. But but again, I mean, but they brought Clancy Brown back, Jerry. Clancy Brown. Ezra Bridger is played by Iman Isfani. Isfandi. That's your fault for having to look up the actor's name and try oh, to I was just looking at in front of me. I know, I'm doing you. It's terrible. We kind of go back and forth with Morgan. Morgan's such a, a character that once the show's over... In like a year or two, I'll completely forget existed unless they do something dramatic with the character. Ahsoka knew to get the map because she apparently tortured Morgan. Yeah, well, she she said she didn't have she wasn't restricted by the Jedi code. So she so tortured maybe him. torture or she used. Remember when they? I think it was wasn't it Rebels or maybe it was cool. Where like all the three of the Jedi were like like using their power of like persuasion to get someone to say something. It's one of those cool ass scenes that I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that scene? It was Obi Wan. Like they were all like looking and they're like using their mind kind powers. Of room, yeah. Maybe she did it that. Maybe she convinced the person. We torture is such a. Did she waterboard her? No. Like she might have used persuasion to get it out of her. She uh, what's his name? Kylo Ren. You know, pulling on a uh, Poe Dameron. Yeah. So I mean, is it torture? Is it not? No, I don't know. But that's how she got the information. And obviously the. I'm going to just keep saying bad guys. They know like, hey, Ahsoka's involved. Let's go to get Sabine because that's where it'll be. And they mm-hmm. they figured that well, out. Well, I mean, there's a whole, this is a, this is a big new thing for us who are not even Rebel, who, who've watched Rebels, is that Sabine turns out to have force powers. That she's trained they as an apprentice. hinted very, very slightly in the Rebel show because she's the one who had the Darksaber. 
Yeah. And she was able to utilize the Darksaber versus we know somebody who has no Force abilities like Din Djarin could barely move the saber. He's struggling he with it. it. But, now he but he's struggling with it. And, and it Sabine Wren could absolutely move that lightsaber but it's around. But it wasn't a, a force thing to make you move the, no, the light. No, but she, it was... It's the, the it's, way you think. It, it's being force sensitive. And Wait a minute. Sub- so I, didn't get, I never got that from the Mandalorian that... In order, like, no, it's if not, you're force sensitive, helps. you can move it. It helps. It, they, I never they, got, I mean, they, I don't know the, where. The, the, um, Did they say that in the The Rebels? armorer in The Mandalorian talks about, you know, why it's so hard to move it because yeah. you're fighting against it. And in Rebels, they they talk about briefly, and I don't have it in front of me, so I can't, sure. can't no, call it. No, I didn't know. This is inf- was like information she's, for me. I don't remember she, There was hints of her towards being force sensitive because of having being able to wield the dark saber so well or just it was leaning that way and i remember i can't remember specifically but there was some talk of that so um a key a key point here was um if we remember how rebels ended the very last scene is when ahsoka shows up yes sabine has her hair cut she's touching that mural and everything and then she goes off with her and at that time you know, that was supposed to be a, like a, a an epilogue for Rebels because we see Hera several years later because she's got her child with her. So that's going on. And we don't know. We always assumed that at the same time, the scene with Ahsoka and Sabine was like, they're going off to find Ezra or whatever. And so we know that they're going off to go do that. And so when you're watching this show, you're thinking, well, that happened, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it's not. It's right here. Or it's which at is, the end of the second which episode. I would have never known, except for the internet, having wonderful people going, hey, look at these shots side by side. It's the yes. same scene. And I'm happy they did that. Because that's, that's awesome to me. Like, oh, you just told the story that took place beforehand, and now we're caught up to where Yeah, this is why sometimes it's a little bit of a prequel. And this would also screwed some people up because they thought, oh, this is all taking place before Star Wars. I'm like, no, it's not. But there was people making that mm-hmm. assumption. Although we did jump ahead because that's actually the end of episode oh, yeah. two. two. This is the, the end of episode one is when Sabine gets Ezra's old lightsaber, and she's having the fight with Shin. And Shin, you know, runs her through with the lightsaber and looks like it kills her. Now, again, this is the part I was talking about where, like, obviously she ain't going to die. And they but, made sure to sh- it was off to the side she got stabbed. But <laughs> Debbie was like, oh, my God. I mean, so and, and Lindy was like, oh, my God. They were really shocked. So I was like, oh, so it actually works if you, you know, it, I have to, you have to remember it, it, has, it deals with more what more the mainstream people who'd get it, we're getting something out of it that you and I are going, well, she ain't going to die because they just did a show called Obi-Wan where the villain got stabbed right through from Darth Vader and she was fine too. All this basically tells you is that uh, Qui-Gon Jim was a, was a punk. Yeah. Couldn't take one blade through the stomach. Come on, Qui-Gon. <laughs> it could have been worse given Obi-Wan and how did he die? Oh, he just disappeared before he got hit by a lightsaber and I'm dead. Boop, and the lightsaber goes through. Did you know I read recently that the original Return of the Jedi uh, ending because he just goes into the force uh, was he eventually was going to come back out of the force with Yoda. That was what Lucas had originally written because he was able to control. I'm going into the force. And well, then you know I come what? Back that would make. I'm like, there, wow. That would make more sense because like, I never heard that before. Like, why did Yoda die? He was old. Yeah, right. he just he just dies. <laughs> but like, yeah, he could. He maybe just went into the force and he's coming back out. That would make that. Which that he does in makes logic. The uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. I also have you seen the meme going around going where it's um uh I hope he can do well he's our only hope and then Yoda goes no there's, there's another. another and then he goes 
Oh, yeah, and Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> and I think Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> and the other Jedi that are out there that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. So that brought us to the end of episode one episode two which the first episode was called master and apprentice what was episode two called was it called this is where the fun begins no yeah uh toil and trouble that's right the the comedy the comedy tool of toil and trouble but we get this back where ahsoka's fine or not ahsoka i'm sorry but uh sabine they're like oh she's fine she's got a little half dollar size burn on her 21b 21b joel 21b thank you since I saw him, I went, I went totally nerd. I go, two one B, and everybody looked at me. I'm like, I don't know. All right, then I go, or not to be, not to one B. That is the question. So Ahsoka can hear Sabine's dreams when they're talking her back through the fight, and she force echoes. Ah, force. She can hear. She can hear things that have happened. She's just really powerful. I think they've shown force echoes before, where you can actually hear what's going on. Don't remember where they showed it, but it's all those little force things that are like, remember they can do this. Remember they can do that. Force dreams, right? Where you can predict the future because I think that's, uh, you know, we see we saw Anakin have those force dreams in, uh, in Rise of the Sith. Like so, there's like there's different force powers that oh yeah that exists. Princess Leia can create a bubble around herself to fly through outer space. Yes. You know, I also, before I forget, there's a whole thing with Ahsoka. Like, when the Rebels show ended, they came up with a very clever way of, hey, you know, we, we killed off the Jedi of Kane and Jarrus. We've got this Ezra Pritcher. Pritcher, right? Ezra Pritcher, yes. Ezra, yeah. He's from Modern Family, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Ezra Bridger. Bridger, yeah. No, they, they invented him and they said, well, what are we going to do? Because he ain't there during the Star Wars thing. And they said, let's send him. And they go, okay, and that's brilliant. Brilliant. That's why we can have him. He'll show up when the trilogy's over. Makes sense. What's Where's Ahsoka? Where's Ahsoka at? And it's like the thought at the end of Rebels was, oh, she left to the other universe too to go find him. But we don't know. Now that we know that that ending scene of Rebels was actually coming up at the end of this episode, where was she? That's a, that's They have not answered that. Obviously, she was with Sabine training her yes where were they that they were saying like listen this death star thing's happening and hoth and another death star she's not a jedi jerry so darth vader didn't go after her but those two characters you know where were they at obviously characters like hera and zeb they're just in the background of course but, but, well actually they make an appearance we actually hear her, we hear her name said during rogue one Rogue one so so that they, they still have they they they've, they've now I would assume they have a way out of it because they they have not told us what it is. They're like, oh, remember when we were trapped for three years on this planet or something? Yeah, I mean, or they they could easily easily go the route of remember Yoda just was hanging out on Dagobah. Remember that uh, you know uh, Obi Wan Kenobi was just hanging out on Tatooine. Like they could just be somewhere and not involved in the politics because they're so. They have other things going on. But then on. she shows up at the end. Of the, when, now she's back. She's like, oh, I'm back, and I'm talking with the Rebels again. She comes back and like, hey, guys, we totally beat those Death Stars. Well, she's only and they're looking at her like, where were you? Yeah, she's right? like, hey, man, remember when we got those Death well, Stars? She didn't talk to, she, she's only talking to the Rebels now because she needs Sabine to open up the the map because she didn't want to. No, because she talked to them because she, the she gave them Morgan. She gave that, yeah, that's right. you know, and tying in with Luke Skywalker. She's, right, so. Right. So she goes uh, after Ahsoka, basically says, hey, I'm going to go back to your place, look for clues. It has that little assassin droid. She takes the head off. Good little action sequence. I like that. Mm-hmm. This is where the head almost explodes, and they're like, can't. Oh, don't yes. worry about it. 
it's gonna explode, but we're we're gonna figure it out beforehand. And then uh, Huang is like, "No, we gotta stop it." And then they find out that it originated from Corellia, which is last time we saw Corellia was when Solo. Yep, the world of Solo, the very popular movie Solo. So uh, Ahsoka and Hera, Hera and our team, and they decide to go there. This is when Chopper shows up, and they go to this. This is the stuff factory. you love. This is the stuff you love, right? Because I, I know you like it. No, you I like the, you I like the, the details. Sword you, stuff. No, no, you, I know you do, but you like the HR stuff. I like, so like I like it, it for talking so like, about like, here. What are they doing here? Oh, oh, this is where we're dismantling some of the star destroyers in order to use parts for other things. So it's showing the fallout of the war. I like this kind of stuff too. I think it's interesting. This is what made Andor so interesting. How do they build the Death Star? Oh, they use slave labor to build these certain pieces and all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, cool, you're connecting it. Do you think? Um, so we get introduced to the character of Min Weaver. Who's played by Peter Jacobson? Ooh, me, I know, I know. I, Peter Jacobson is actually like you've seen him in stuff. Like, oh yeah, he like, plays. Oh, I know that guy. Like I've seen him. Like, he's, I think he was in Colony. Yep. He was in Ray Down. Like so, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's in Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going. We're gonna see this guy again. I know he gets arrested by the police, but I wonder if he's. Uh, no, I think he's a one. You and think done. he's a one and done? Okay. No. Maybe if they needed to talk to him later in a prison cell. But yeah, we have the sequence on there where. Well, actually, before that, yeah. we actually go to the planet Cetos, which is a new planet in the Star Wars universe. And that's the place where they... This is also where we find out that she is a night sister, And that's where they have a bunch of conversations they have or a something. conversation, yeah. Yeah. The two of them and her. I mean, and, also, and this is where it starts leaning into maybe Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. <laughs> Not Ray Donovan. Uh, Ray Stevenson. <laughs> Uh, his character of Valen, it might not be a bad guy per se. Well, they have their own agenda. They have. So he might not be Sith, I guess. Yeah, you know it's interesting with his character, the way he looks and everything, because even though they're they're not in canon anymore, the old books from the '90s, the original Thrawn trilogy, heir to the Empire, which they're kind of supposedly taking stuff from, and theoretically maybe even be calling the movie that they make in the Filoni years, two years, three years from now, heir to the Empire. In that there is a Jedi quote Jedi that he that he has a long white beard and everything I can't remember his name who is Sound like Dooku. yeah yeah no but he's he's designed to look you think he's actually someone who's going to be uh, the master for Luke Skywalker turns out he was he's a clone or some other crazy thing but that was what this set up a little bit initially I'm like oh is he is he supposed to be playing that character but he's not something I do know and maybe tell me if I'm wrong but certain makeup and certain effects and certain prosthetics sometimes look better in more moody lighting like ahsoka i think works fine for what it is but the character of hera in a, a very generic like a lot of the a lot of the look in the volume where they film a lot of this the lighting at least in this show is not very dramatic in certain scenes especially on Corellia. so she comes out and it's the green on her face is kind of garish, I think, a little bit sometimes. Huh. I did not. I I actually really like the way she looked. You mean Ramona? Ramona Flowers? Ramona Flowers. Scott Pilgrim? No, no you, mean, really... you mean you uh, mean who is she in uh, DC Universe? Because she Hel- played Helena. Bar- yeah, she plays the Huntress Bar- in the Bar- movie. Uh, yeah, Birds she's of also Prey. Lucy in Live Free and Die Hard. You know, yes, the, the, she's the, the daughter. Four, the fourth. Uh, is it the fourth Die Hard movie or the fifth one? The fourth one. The ones we don't talk about. She's the fourth, and she's, she's a cameo in the fifth one. Uh, she's also Cloverfield. on Cloverfield Lane, yeah. Yes. But anyways, um, no, I thought she looked great. In fact, I, her character 
I'm like, I thought she was going to be a one and done in that first episode. And they brought it, they have in the second episode. I'm like, good, keep her character around. Like, I like her character. No, it, it really makes it more and more like, oh, this is going to be just a sequel to Rebels. Yeah, that's why, that's why Zeb's got to appear. At some, Zeb's got to appear at some point. And the problem is, is Zeb is an all animated character. I don't think like, he does. I think he, he think can, so? but I don't think he, I don't think he does. I'd like to. Show I'd, I, I, he doesn't have to. I'm saying I'd like him to, but I understand they're like, oh, we have to do a computer generated character for all these episodes. I guess they could. I mean, She Hulk was that way, right? While they're on the planet, we do go back to Sabine in the hospital bed, having her moments of clarity and mm. conversations with Hu Yang. I do like how Hu Yang, the way he talks to her when she's like, well, I guess I'm not that good. Well, you're not that good. You no, know? <laughs> you're, like, you're the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> you're actually terrible, which is great. No, I mean, that, you need that kind of stuff. Like you're the, he, But he gets that great line. The only time you're wasting is your own. Mm-hmm. A, a great character she shows the wisdom of that droid. I can't believe her. I can't believe Scrooge McDuck does this this voice. It's unbelievable. I know you're, you're David Tennant. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I got I know. it. I'm, I'm explaining for the people out there. Not not the, not the normal Scrooge McDuck that we all grew up with, which no. was voiced by the guy from Mr. Ed Wilbur. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. What's his name, Jerry? Anyways, uh, Mr. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> This sequence here, when we have they're on the ship and they see the giant engine yes, being from the taken, superstar destroyer. Which we know this engine is going to take place in that ring that they're building later on, which is going to be used to transfer some sort of giant ship. I, yeah, hyperspace ring something's going to, to become, another galaxy. That's what I'm assuming. I think it's done but so the, they can go back. I, I think I think it's all being designed so they can go and get Thrawn. Yeah, I didn't realize. I'm like, I had to find out. I'm like, what is this thing? It looks like one of those things, but I didn't know. But like, I do think it is built for. A ship to hyperspace like the jedi ships used to have yeah because they were too small to have it this thing yeah. what's this thing going to be bringing through that it wouldn't have it built into a ship like a what? star like a star destroyer like star destroyers have it built within yeah. them maybe it's because it needs more power so they have a bunch of those engines i don't know it's interesting too because obviously maybe they're bringing a planet maybe they're going there and they're going to bring back a planet <laughs> obviously we know this is all about thrawn it's like what is thrawn's connection to everything going on in this universe, this part of the galaxy now versus where he's at. Has he been back? Has he come? Has he been here before and come back? We don't know. Obviously, we have reference to him in the Mandalorian season three when the Dark Council of the Empire they're talking about where's Thrawn? He should be here. So clearly, he's not going to just show up and go. Oh, that guy. We haven't seen him in fifteen years. Somehow, there's been connections with him, and we don't know how deep that is you because. Think so? Well, why would that group of count, uh, of those members? And in Mandalorian season three, when we see all of when uh, who was our main villain in Mandalorian? Uh, Gus. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, they talk about Thrawn. Like <laughs> Thrawn is coming, or Thrawn is here, and they're 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 referencing him. How would they not have been in contact with him again? Also, um, Morgan is basically saying Thrawn's speaking to me across space and time, which is very interesting. Moff Gideon. Um, is the big one for Mandalorian 3. Let me, let, me, let me try to... Maybe this is the way to explain it. He hasn't been coming back and forth, but the former Empire, they know where he's at and using the Night Sisters and all that kind of stuff. That's why they're building this to go get him. They but haven't they've been, been talking to him. So then, how, did the, how do they know that he's even... Because he can... Cause I'm been, talking about the Empire, she, the former Empire. I'm not talking about her. Well, the I'm talking Empire she's, tied, she's tied into the former Empire. And does, do you see that the old Imperial officers are the kind of people who would go, hey, we're going to listen to this witch who says she's getting voices from Some them? Some of them might be. 
Because that was always like it was like one Vader of the, it was, was one of the, it was one of the guys who said that like it was one of the guys who were like Thrawn's. I don't, well, that, he's that, actually from I don't, the, from I don't the, think, the book and the cartoon. He was actually think, Thrawn's guy here. Yeah, I don't think Thrawn has come back and forth. I really don't. Well, it's interesting because that will bring us to the character I mean, of Merrick when we coming up here. But in I mean, a second. he could if he is back and forth. Then the then the big ring that they're building is bringing something else back, like a planet or a Death Star or something. Yeah. Well, also it has to do with. Um, where Thrawn is from, the Chiss Ascendancy, they're on the other part of the uh, galaxy and in, in the whatever version, wherever they're at over there, they don't have the, whatever the ships always talk about, nav computers. They don't have the nav computers to do the lanes the same way Star they Trek. do over here. Star Trek, they don't, well, you know, yeah, the, the, the your, nav- your, nav- your, your navigational computer, they don't have that in that. And so what they end up using over there is they use four sensitive children they call Skywalkers and they're the ones who help guide the ships so they can travel and everything like that. And that's as close as they come to the force and everything in that so, universe. Right, that part of the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's explain this a little bit. By the way. So Star Wars takes place in a galaxy far, far away. One galaxy. What we're talking about is Thrawn, the idea is that Thrawn and Ezra are in another galaxy. And they've we've never gone possibly. out we've never gone outside of this galaxy that we're in. Possibly, yes. So possibly, that's what I'm saying. It, that's what we think because is happening. Where is where at the end of Rise of the Sky Rise of Skywalker, whatever that's called, where is that at the, all the ships that goes? Is that through another part of the I galaxy think, in I, a dark corner somewhere? Yes, because there's an unexplored unexplored area of yes. the galaxy still. And so. I always thought that the Chiss Ascendancy, according to how this, according to the books, which are quote unquote in canon, the new books, that's also just in another part of the galaxy because occasionally they've come through. Like actually, Thrawn came through early when Anakin Skywalker before he was Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and there's a whole story book. Well, that let's just look at this too. way, right? We are in the Milky Way galaxy. We're a solar system within the Milky Way, and it's tiny. So like the galaxy's just ginormous right yeah that's why when they said it's another galaxy i'm like yeah it makes it look like that with that star chart but that's the first we're hearing of that's i think it's cool though i think that's cool though because you know what that does that leads um that leads us further down the road to that uh the 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 star wars comic book where they land on earth Hmm. have you ever have you ever read that comic or seen that comic where star wars they actually land i think it's chewy and I think Chewie lands on Earth or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a fictional kind. Like it's not. They're canon. all fictional. Right, I get that. It's it's non non canonical. That's a fun word to say. Non canonical. Okay, so back to the shipyards when she realizes they're you know like, stop that ship and then the guys go for the Empire and they fight the guys. Should have said for the Empire. That's what I, that was your first mistake. You well, that was for our shot. benefit. That was for our benefit. <laughs> and in that sequence there. She obviously goes chasing, so she cuts a hole through the windows and she drops, you know, several hundred feet and lands. Which again, Jedi powers, Jedi powers. What's the one Jedi power they never use? Jerry. What's the one Jedi power they never use? All I thought about was the force, the speed running. Speed running. What is up? Does anybody have an answer for that? The first thing we learned in the prequels, like the first time we see any power other than them being able to hold their breath, is we go like, oh my God, did you see how fast the Jedi run? They run Cannot away from believe... the, uh, the, the droid destroyers. Yes, and it's like, oh my gosh, okay. I can't wait to see this power used again. Never used again. We see them jumping. We see them flying up in the air. We want like that power in that movie doesn't get used again. Why didn't Why didn't Obi Wan run faster than the little I bet laser? You there's an article things. somewhere. Some nerds written some stuff. You know, again, I'm speaking on a nerd podcast, so but yeah. I can say, yeah. You know. But no, they trust me. That, that, with, with, and that sucks that we're we're so nerdy like this because that's always in the back of your mind going. 
Hey, why doesn't she just run faster? Or, or how about this? I th- I, yeah, stop it from leaving. I've played a, I've played a Star Wars game where you stop a star star destroyer from leaving. You actually hold it. We know they can do this power. They have this power. And I guess you know some of it also has to do with like we're we're looking at Ahsoka. Like, why aren't you doing A, B, C, D, and E? Like, why aren't you when that really cool effect when the blade comes flying and she kind of just dodges was, it, which looks cool the coolest as hell. Part of the movie. Cool as hell. But you're also kind of like going, or she could have just gone. You know, and, like swung her and cut it and cut it in half, but or I caught but, it. And I guess in the long run, we're gonna find out because they're going to beat these bad guys at some point. If they're bad guys, you know, you know, we listen after Return of the Jedi. We know nothing in the future is gonna lead to some sort of giant first order that's gonna wipe everybody out or anything. But that's, I mean, that's what this show is kind of doing is bridging that gap. So hopefully, we'll like a little bit here as we're bridging. As we're bridging, then get get out of here. That was the coolest part of the show, though, when she stood there and just turned to the side as it came by. Yeah, well, obviously, we, this awesome. is where we get to see uh, the the character of Merrick is standing there, and this is when they have this fight. We don't, we'd only seen him in the hologram, and I think in one other scene where he's just standing in yeah, the he's background. Just standing in the, yeah. Which again, confusing because we also see Droid standing in the background, who confusing looked for very. You. I knew he was a person. So you looked at it in like when the the, the wide shot, and you're like, "Oh, it's a human." I'm saying in the first he's glance, he's a little thicker than the the droids are here. Like the thicker. skinny. Get legs. out of here. So you had to look at their feet. Oh, it's a robot. I was looking up at the head. It's like it wasn't a robot. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Helmet and a robot head are very similar. That's oh, by the way, you know who the, you know who does the voice of Chopper? Dave Filoni actually does oh, that, that voice. Like, nice. He goes, I'm, I'm Dave Filoni. <laughs> like I heard that. I, read, I totally heard you say that. <laughs> uh, we get this whole sequence where she's battling him. Really cool sequence of uh, events. At the same time, Hera is flying off with Chopper to go put a tracker on the ship mm-hmm. which i like that too yeah, it was good. all good yeah i the fight sequence was good it wasn't great that's i, I and we've seen we've seen great it, the anakin obi-wan fight the, i'm sorry the darth vader obi-wan fight was pretty fantastic right and we, we've seen that television this one i'm like oh and i don't know if it's a, i don't know if it's a drawback from the actress how about that first fight of darth vader and obi-wan when they fought the first time in episode three of obi-wan that wasn't as good as the one at the no, end, dude. You have to build well, to was, it. You have to build to it. You're talking one that when they de-aged their faces. No, I'm t- well, even oh. that one wasn't that good. No, because so, yeah, so I would say that. I would but say I don't know. I just, man, the every one fight thing, can't the one be the ultimate that, fight. Well, the one thing that Episode One did, and I always go to episode because that Darth Maul fight lightsaber battle is the. the it's the only thing. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing. It's yeah. the pinnacle. If of it was surrounded battles. by an incredible movie, you would be like, oh, that's just don't one moment. Yoda fighting Count Dooku is fantastic. Obi Wan versus. It's a different movie. I know. I'm just saying, like. But the pinnacle of Star Wars lightsaber battles, in my if we were ranking them, if we do a Patreon where we rank Star Wars lightsaber battles, that's number one. I mean, that is that is number one because it's so good, and so everything gets compared to that for me. It'd be like it's like watching a Jackie movie, and you compare like. But the thing with Jackie movies is all those fights are awesome, all of them are, and I want that to be this level. And I don't know why this lightsaber battle did not feel that way. And I don't. I, it, I, we can analyze it. Is the camera movements? Is what it did the you actors? think? I don't know of the first lightsaber battle with Qui Gon Jinn and Darth Maul in the desert because that was yeah. the first bite, fight. Qui Gon Jinn. Anakin down. And then he fights Darth Maul when in he the does flip off the yeah. Darth Maul. So I'm yeah. saying there is a fight there, and we don't even yeah. talk about that because that was the first fight. Like this is the first fight, and sure. then it gets to the better oh, fight. So sure. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So movie, what I'm hearing is there's going to be a much better fight by the end. Yes. Of this. Oh yeah. People have lights. Yeah. Watch a samurai movie, and they have swords. I think there's going to be a sword fight at the end. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. I hope so. I want to see a. I, can the last episode just be one long lightsaber battle? That's all I want. Like that's all. Just that's one. what you got at the end of uh, Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Sith. Sith. I yeah. know. And guess what? That was awesome. Can we just keep doing that, please? It was fine. All right. So at the 
end of this whole sequence, we're going to talk about Merrick. Eventually, this this ends where we talked about earlier, jumped the gun a little bit with Sabine cutting her hair, and that was how the whole. And that I'm so happy she cut that, her hair. That gets too. us. That gets us off of Lothal. Clearly, the Lothal. Were you excited when she little, cut her hair? It's fine. I'm part of me is like. Cut your hair. Give me back the rebel. Look like the rebels. Come on. Yeah, it was fine. And then obviously they're going to leave that Lothal cat to die on that tower out there. Well, we noticed there. Well, we noticed there's more Lothal cats. So it's not like just the one. We actually see two of them at one point. So ah, okay, I didn't catch that. So that brings us out of the episode. But let's go back then to the character of Merrick and who could be Merrick because it's clearly you put a character in a mask. Unless they're just not going to do it. Unless they just cut his head off in an episode or two. But you know they're setting something up. Slowly and surely, they're building up. So, Joel, who do you think is Merrick well, if it's somebody we know, which it should the be? Fir- the first thought was, is it, is it Ezra? And if it's Ezra, that was the first thing. Then that goes back to my thought process of, has Thrawn come back and forth? Because he was exactly. with Ezra, so Ezra's exactly. come through so here. Have, I'm pretty sure it's, well, I can't tell, but it feels like it's a guy in yes. there. It could have been, it can be Barriss Offee. Okay. She was the the Jedi Padawan who betrayed Soka. And we don't know if she's actually dead because she was she was put in jail at in the end of Clone Wars or before the show went. You know, she was basically taken off, so she could be out there. Barriss Offee, there's there's talk of that could be that character. I guess there were plans to kill the character off in Revenge of the Sith, but they were scrapped, so her fate has never been revealed. So there's her, there's Ezra Bridger, and then there's also the character from Star Killer, uh, Galen Merrick. Different spelling, but this is him from that. Oh. Uh, if they go that route interesting well, he's from the Force Unleashed games mm-hmm. and that actor uh, Sam uh, what are, he actually does the voice on the animated series of Darth Maul so there's we see his name is in the credits mm-hmm. why oh, is his name in the credits I, that's I, uh, interesting I it could be just a voice though it could just Very be a cool. voice but there's talk about their character called Garen Mer- Galen Merrick who's got uh, it's very similar to Merrick. M his last name in the in the the game is M A R E K. The character's name in Ahsoka is M A R R O K. Are you okay? Because he's okay. Wow. Sam Witwer is listed in the credits of Ahsoka under additional voices, which would be a way to hide his he connection. Had, Who knows? But he also hasn't talked yet, so like, where's his voice be? Maybe his voice is being used someplace else. Maybe absolutely. No, I'm. I'm. It's one of those things that. He could come back as an Inquisitor because that was talked about. And Dave Filoni previously mentioned that he thought about bringing Starkiller back as an Inquisitor during a season of Rebels. There you okay. go. He actually mentioned it. What if it's uh? What if it's Thrawn? <laughs> what if it's this? Mara Jade. Who is Mara Jade, Joel? From, from what? Is, uh, from the books. Yeah. What is that book called? Shadows of the Empire. Well, she's in the Heir to the Empire. All that stuff. Yeah. And also, she's in what? What video game? Mara Jade, the Battle of Takaris or whatever. Oh, Fight. We played that game. Oh yeah, we a make, million. You make, you, you make big codes. heads. Yeah, you make big heads. That was a place. Wasn't that a PlayStation game? Yep, PlayStation game. Mara Jade, who in the in the books in the Legends eventually gets married to Luke because they you know basically said, hey, he's he's a Jedi, but he's a human. He needs to procreate. He's got to do a Kyle Mundi basically, or it could just be a brand new character. Who do I think it is? I was leaning towards Ezra. Because that would be the most obvious within the storyline. If it's going to be somebody that we're all going to be surprised by, but I think if it was the character, if this was their, their if this was their t- t- opportunity to introduce the character of Galen Merrick from the star, you know Star Killer from the game, that's interesting. But I don't know if you could do that in the first season of a brand new show. 
and that's me assuming that this is going to be a multi-season show, which I think it is. It seems like, wow, why would you you do that? Just why, you know, because you haven't even established Ezra to the people who are watching the show. And by people, I mean, you know, my wife and oh, yeah. you know stuff. So I don't know. But those what are the if options. it's what if it's Darth Maul? They had the double lightsaber blade come out. He comes out both sides. Could be Darth Maul. Maul's dead. Obi Wan killed him. Oh, he's right. In Rebels. Yeah. Another episode you forgot that you forgot. That no, you that, I remember that episode. That's a it's a pretty memorable episode. Yes. That's right, Kenobi. That was, that was always great when you would say Kenobi because he didn't always go. He goes, Obi-Wan, Ben. And he just says, Kenobi. He was so pissed at him because Kenobi cut him in half. That, oh, yeah. that, that would stick with you. Yeah, right. Do you think there's another half of his body running around with it's a robot legs. top? Robot top. <laughs> it's his brother on top. And Clancy Brown's going to play him in the episode. Yes, that guy's <laughs> name was... Uh... The hell was his name? Something Mall, right? No, it wasn't Mall. It was uh, Savage Oppress. Isn't that right? That sounds right. Savage. Good. Yeah. That's a pretty good callback. Which, which basically comes to Savage Oppressor. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> so, callback. Yeah. So that brings us to the end. We talked a lot. Yeah, I'm we guessing did. this is like two hours. We went into it. Now. Yeah, at least at four hours. I don't want to know. I appreciate you listening. I will try and edit some of this down. I'll take out all of Joel's parts, like I always that's do. Fine. We'll go to the Bennett brother. <laughs> <laughs> but we will continue with this. Good show. I loved it. I think there we talked about a few things here because I think you have to come at it and can't come at it and go like it's perfect. We had a lot to talk about. Yes. All right. We'll I'm talk, Jerry. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Bye.